coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, and you know, the, the more I think about things and the more we read, I think we should do a podcast on like ridiculous stories. What do you think? Well, I think we could do a six-hour podcast on ridiculous stories, you know, in terms of what we come across <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. But what, what were you thinking specifically? Oh, today I was reading a, a set of articles and... One actually came across, <laughs> would you drink cockroach milk? And I'm thinking, what oh, the man. hell are they thinking? <laughs> those, are, uh, those are first world problems, man. If you, I mean, come on. I mean, Drinking cockroach uh, milk is not first world problems. Uh, yeah, only, uh, yeah. Uh, people from the third world know not to drink cockroach milk. I mean... Um, I think when you don't have anything else to do, you start looking for stuff because yeah, they drinking s- cockroach milk. <laughs> they say, just a tidbit of information, Michael. It takes one thousand cockroaches to make one gram of milk. Just or no, ten grams of milk. One thousand cockroaches, and it has to be on a forty-day cycle. And can you believe? Oh, and they say it tastes like cow, cow's oh, milk. I'm thinking <laughs> it's the grossest thing ever. First off. Who in the hell was sitting in their living room and saying, because you know it's in their living room as one runs across in front of the TV, <laughs> and, and says, you know what? I wonder if I could milk that. And all I can think of is, meet the Fockers. I don't know, Fokker, can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about today? Well, oh. I thought we were going to talk about Gimba, but man, I like to talk a little bit more about <laughs> No, milk. no. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you want us to put together a podcast on ridiculousness, uh, on the things that we read, uh, send us an email. Send me an email at dave at ebitdagrowthsystems.com and uh, we'll build something up for you. Sounds good. So Gimba, we're going to talk about Gimba today. Gimba? What what in the world does that mean? Gimba Gimba is a lean term. Um, It's a Japanese term, obviously. Um, but it really means it's the place where things happen. Huh. And so, you know, uh, we always encourage our clients to have a Gimba board. And theoretically, it's a place where people gather to see the performance of the company, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Japanese, Gimba. I think it's pretty cool. It's a, I'll tell you what, uh, Mike and I read this book called How to Do a Gimba Walk. It's a leader's guide. And it is a great book. It's an open go on Amazon. It's a book with a work boot on it, and it says uh, how to do a gemba, how to do a gemba walk. It is a great book. It walks you through how to do one of those appropriately, um, and it'll really help your company out if, if you were to do that. But uh, if you go through it and apply it, it gives you lots of questions, lots of good stuff. But um, gemba is really. It's really one of the linchpins, or one of the linchpins, one of the many linchpins of lean. Uh, I think if if you can't measure it, you can't really improve it, can you, Mike? Yes, and 
So when we when we think about lean, um, typically it's uh, you got a company, you know, single digits in terms of operating profit or EBITDA, and um, they're trying to get to double digit profits, and so there's usually some really big levers that they can pull, right? You know, to to get it to double digits, and then at some point, you know, the big levers go away, and then it's micro adjustments. And when I think about lean, I think about micro adjustments. Um, but Con- consistent adjustments. I, yeah. I think uh, Gemba really bolts up to like the 80-20 uh, sure, theory sure. that we talk about. And when you look at uh, what's going on in uh, in your business and you go up and you look at the scrap rate in, in any particular cell and you say, hey, uh, Mr. Whoever the cell leader is, how are things going? and letting them present on how things are going in their business unit or in their cell. And they say our scrap was uh, 7%. And they say, uh, and, and then leadership might say, you know, what did you find? You know, do we know why? Yes, we know. Did you deal with it? Who's dealing? Is it a project? Does it need to go on an action item register? Do we need to follow up on it? What can we do to support you to, to reduce your scrap? There's all those conversations. And that's just scrap. I mean, you got quality, all the quality, you got delivery, you got performance and efficiency. You got safety. Safety is always number one. And, but I mean, this is, I mean, you really got to dig in, but it gives you that ability. Yeah. I mean, I think the uh, those micro adjustments um, are, are how you get from, um, you know, 10, 11% profit to 14, 15% profit. I mean, all the big levers you've pulled already. And now you really rely on your workforce to say, hey, exactly. we can do better. Exactly. You you got two ways to drive a business in the pool efficiency. You grab one rope and you grab the owner and you put him on, put him or her on the end of that rope and say, pull. And then if you deploy Gemba, you have the owner, you have whatever middle management you have, and then you really get all your worker bees on the rope and everybody's pulling the same rope in a direction. That's really the exponential multiplier there, right, Mike? It totally is. And um, it has given the Japanese their strategic advantage over, you know, the U.S. Um, manufacturers. And I think, you know, as in the U.S., people are starting to understand the value of lean and, and starting to apply it. And, of course, we here at EGS, um, when we talk about our five plans, one of the plans is operations. And for us, when we with our clients, we we rely upon the Gimba to drive our operations plan and um, the mid corrections that we're going to make around their operations. Right, right, and and really, it's about empowering your teaching your staff what to look for. Sure, sure. Out on the floor, and when they look for it, you empower them through support. Um, you don't go out there with your waving your finger at them and saying, "Oh, you really messed this up. Why are we having all these problems?" It's really them coming to you. These are the issues. This is our safety. This is our quality. This is our delivery. This is our uh, performance. Or if we're tracking inventory in a cell, if we have a cell that takes parts from here to there, and and they tell you how things are going, and they report up to you. You set a standard, and they report to you, and then and then they say if we're having issues here, they here or there. It's really the owner leadership's job to support them. How can we support you? Do you need tools? Do you need do you need us to purchase something? What is it that we need for you? Hey, do we need to go back to the customer and re- and review? the uh, specifications that they gave us. What do we need to do? But it's giving the tools to the employee and then supporting the heck out of it, right? Yeah, what's what's really cool, Dave, is uh, when we 
you know, look at best-in-class companies, uh, particularly in the manufacturing arena, they're doing these gimbal walks. And, you know, what, what was startling to me when I first got exposed to it is you do this every day. Every, oh, yeah. Every Sometimes day. twice a day. Yeah. And uh, I was like, man, that, who has time for that? Right? Who has time? And that's the typical response, right? Who has time to do a, a gimbal walk every day? And it's because we don't have enough time to do it right, but we've got enough time to do it over again. That's right. And again. And again, right. yeah. I, I'll tell you what, the uh, gimbal applies to everybody. Uh, but as we, we swim in, uh, in the tr- lane of the trades, we deal with construction clients, we deal with HVAC and plumbing clients, we deal with all the different trades, welding, we deal with fabrication, we deal with machine shops. So all these different trades that we deal with, and gimbal clearly applies to, to these trades, don't they? It does, it does. And, and you can see it applying to everyone because really I think one of the hallmarks of the gimba is that it provides the employees with a scoreboard. So, you know, every employee wants to come to work and win. Every employee wants to come in and do a really good job. Um, they may not know how to win. They may not know what they should be doing to impact the company in the greatest way possible. But the gimba a scoreboard really provides that, right? It, it does. And and when you really dive into Gemba, Gemba isn't about going from place to place to place and solving all the problems. It's about putting problems, known problems, paradoing those problems, putting them on the list and addressing them. It's not, oh, I'm going to go solve my problems because a Gemba walk, if it's, if it's taking you more than five minutes per station, you're doing Gemba wrong. And if all you have is a utilization board on on one machine that's not gumba either that doesn't fly so you've got to know how many parts came off good how many parts came off bad hey I quoted 10 minutes on this part um, and it's taking me 12 or it's taking me 9 hey this part is due to come off the machine March 4th and is it going to come off the machine March 4th um, do we have all the tools we need for the area you know how is are we hitting all of our marks? Do we do we have enough inventory of material to keep this going to get it done by March fourth? Uh, all those things you got to know. But when you walk up, you should have a very visual board that shows you everything, and then somebody, not you, should present to you and let you know how things are going. And then, if things are great, you're wonderful, right? Yeah. Well, I love the uh, that Pareto, uh, Pareto Pareto aspect of the gimbal board. So you've got quality, you know, what's the scrap, and, and then you write down the reason why you scrapped, and then the next person writes down the reason why they scrapped. And, and over time, if, if we had five scrap pieces and they all were scrapped for the same reason, then let's address that, right? Or if we had 10 scrap pieces and they were five different reasons why they were scrapped, then, you know, maybe, maybe they're not such a good a big idea to, I mean, you got common cause variation and special sure, cause variation sure, when sure. you got a common cause and it's, and it's and you have a stack up of eight eight nine items or eight nine instances in one item you got to look at that item but if you have 10 instances and you have one of those instances you have has repeated 15 times and everything else is just once we'll discard the the one one time happens the one time Incidents and focus on the one that gives yeah, you the yeah. biggest bang for your buck, and that's how you help your employees. Oh, it's just great the way the way that played itself out, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's a 
integral piece of the uh, of the Gibber board, and and uh, so I always like that Fredo thing because I like the eighty twenty rule. Yep, it works, and it works. You know, Alfredo knew what he was doing, didn't he? Oh, my, my, most definitely. So we were talking about this earlier, Mike, in in the beginning, talking about the trades, and you said, you know, Gimbo can apply to anybody. What do what do you mean by that? Well, you know, if you take a a, a, a tax. Uh, a CPA firm that does taxes. Um, safety is probably less of an issue. I mean, you might get a cut with a with a paper or something, but you know, uh, but safety is always safety. Paper so, cut, tripping hazard. Sure, sure. Standing, Ice on the sidewalk. Standing up on a on a on a desk that you know I, you know anything can happen in an office place, right? So <laughs> so you know safety less of an issue, but still an issue. Everybody, I got to keep Mike off the desk all the time. It's, yeah. it's really hard. But that SQDP, so safety, not so much an issue, but quality, certainly quality is an issue because if you are billing an hour, but you're only generating 15 minutes of billable work uh, because all the rest of it is not any good, then what company wouldn't say, hey, how do we make sure that uh, we're getting 85 minutes, uh, I mean, I should say, how do we make sure we're getting 50, 55 minutes of good work instead of? 15 minutes of good work. So. Yeah, you're, you're spoken like a real lawyer. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's you're 100% right. You're 100% yeah. right. You got to, every minute needs to be rich. Sure. And then on time delivery. Um, I got to tell you, if you're not getting me my taxes back on time, or you want to extend for me because you got overwhelmed, uh, I mean, two years of that, and I'm looking for a new CPA. So on time delivery. Uh, works for a CPA. It works for a law firm. It works for virtually any company. And then finally, um, we talk about uh, productivity, which is we quoted one thing, and how much did it actually cost us? So That's if, right. we, if, it, if if our standard is 15 hours for every tax return, and but we it's taken us on average 25 minutes for every tax return, we haven't charged the client enough money. 25 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 25 hours. Yeah. Um, so. SQDP, I mean, it applies to any organization. May not require a walk around, but probably. I think it's great to let everybody know the score. Sure. I mean, just yeah. that communication tool is really good, and the the basic layout layout is exactly that for the trades, especially. You got safety, you got quality, you got delivery and productivity. Sometimes inventory, depending on your process. If you need inventory in between cycles, um, definitely. But one of the key things is to have a scoreboard. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the scoreboard concept make a difference in a in a shop? You know, um, absolutely. We 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 had a client if you for early on uh, when I joined your team, and we started with a client and we deployed Gemba, and we it was really about the productivity and it was a really great culture, great culture shop, and we noticed that. Once he started documenting everything, and, and his uh, productivity was coming out about seventy percent. And once he finally he published that, and then it got up on the wall, and everybody was going over it. The next month, it went to a hundred percent. It just happened because everyone's like, "Wait a minute, I'm not hitting my goals." And I didn't know I wasn't hitting my goals. I didn't. Sure, sure. I didn't know I was running seven minutes. I mean, we just worked with a client this week that said, "Your routers through your business." You need to have the expectations. Every employee needs a communication on what's expected. Yeah, I mean, I mean parts per minute or that's whatever. right. Yeah, and you need to be open to when the employee comes back to you and says, "Hey, these standards aren't aren't good. We need to talk about this. This isn't. I can't get fifteen parts an hour. 
I can get 10, but I can't get 15. Let me, let me tell you why. And you want to listen to that and you want to adjust the standards, but at least you have the communication out there, right? Yeah, it engenders so much communication, both up and down, um, you know, from the employee to the management team and from the management team to the employees. It's a powerful tool. Absolutely, Mike. And, and I mean, to wrap this up, everybody, it's it Gemba, the place where it happens, somewhere where everybody gathers, um, everybody in that unit gathers and says, how are we doing? What's the score? Because Mike and I love the great game of business, but you really don't know how you're doing unless you have a scoreboard. Gemba is a perfect scoreboard for operational efficiency and operation how your operation has functioned. Take a look, read the book, How to Do a Gemba Walk, A Leader's Guide, and, and dive in. And if you're doing it halfway, you're better off not to do it. Do it the right way. Um, enjoy it. And reach out to us. We love coaching people and live and love helping people get to Gemba and, uh, and driving Gemba through their organization because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. Right, Mike? Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.